Welcome to the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast and our review of days one and two of this late September States meeting. Uh, I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Chloe Pressland. And we're giving you uh, two days worth of preview uh, today because uh, we had technical problems yesterday, which meant we weren't able to bring you uh, day one review. So apologies for that, but here we are now. And, um, well, there's only one subject uh, to be discussed, really, for this States meeting. Uh, It's the one that's brought all the attention and it is that of discrimination legislation. Um, Just to be clear, this is uh, legislation for approval by states' members. The policy letter has already been debated and it's been worked up into uh, fully-fledged legislation by the law officers. Um, But unusually, not unprecedentedly, but unusually, it has uh, uh, been the subject of several amendments with lots of deputies wanting to change uh, specific details within that legislation. And uh, that's proved to be very contentious and when we turned up yesterday and indeed today Chloe there were quite a few people outside who wanted to have their say. Yeah I mean it was it was very emotional actually turning up I think I got here about quarter to nine and there was I'd say 200 people on the steps with placards saying various things um, and there was there was people with disabilities there uh, hidden disabilities and and visible ones um, and people who had just come out to support family members and 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 whoever else is going to be affected if this legislation gets passed so uh, I think it's worth mentioning that because it really shows how many people this is going to affect. Yeah, there was some discussion within the chamber actually about um, the effects of some of the protestations. Um, obviously, with some uh, protesters uh, protesting politely, and others, uh, the feeling was among some members being uh, going over the top and, and uh, saying some unpleasant or even rude things on on social media and what have you. But um, you know, others defended that, saying, "Well, people have been waiting a very long time for this legislation to come through, and they don't want it to be uh, messed up right now." So, anyway, as I say, we had uh, several amendments to look uh, look through. I mean. It sounds like a big headline, doesn't it? 17 amendments, but uh, one or two of them quite minor. In fact, the first one was just to correct a typo, so that was uh, completely uncontentious. Um, and then we had uh, an amendment that came in from um, Deputy uh, Yvonne Burford. It was Burford, yeah. yeah. So that one was about... Um Oh, I'm trying to think. We've we've covered so much over the last two days. That one was about secular beliefs, I believe. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but um, yeah. So that one's about including initially in the legislation. It's it's outlined as religious beliefs. They wanted to sort of split that in two and have religious beliefs and beliefs uh, as one. So that would mean that not just religions taken into account. It'd be a, a variety of different things. Um, and that that did pass. So I think it's 23 to 14. Um, and that was one of the two that were um, completely supported by ESS. So I think that was expected by most. Yeah, the the next one that we uh, heard in detail was was not uh, supported by Employment and Social Security. That was uh, a a move brought by uh, Deputy Bob Murray. Um, That was Amendment 3. Um, and I've it's completely escaped my mind what all that was about. That was about um, bringing things to the states, and it, it was kind of, of a procedural was, yeah. Um, yeah. thing. Sorry, we, we've as we've just mentioned, there's 17 of them to think think okay. about. So uh, yeah, but that was about bringing things to the states and and going through a lot more red tape. So. Yeah, the the idea that everything should be brought back to states members for approval is something that a lot of members have objected to in the past who on this occasion supported it and their fear was that um, too much... Uh, they were having to place too much faith in uh, employment and social security as a committee and uh, as a state's uh, body in um, putting together the regulations that would effectively police discrimination legislation uh, on the island and um, instead it has been decided because Deputy Murray's uh, amendment won the day um, that these 
uh, regulations will have to come back for approval by states' members. And how frequently that's going to happen, uh, we will have to wait and see. Um, but it means that states' members will have the opportunity to object anew in future should they uh, find that um, things that are being drummed up by ESS regarding discrimination are not to their liking. So uh, that, that's going to... Uh, that's going to come about. But there was an amendment with that first thing this morning um, where it was just clarified that this wouldn't have to include all of the uh, guidance notes on the new laws and regulations which uh, ESS are inevitably going to have to publish, whether it be their social media campaigns to make people aware of the new legislation or, or any other communications. At least that part of it, which was proved uncontentious, won't have to be brought back. I think Peter Roffey just said that they are essentially just putting them in layman's terms. It's not going to make any change to the legislation. It's just simplifying it, really. Yeah, so that, that was, that was a, a reasonably significant change, not as significant as some others might be, um, but that did pass then. Um, and then we moved on to an amendment by Deputy John Dyke. Oh, sorry, I might just stop you there, Dell. I think it's worth noting that as part of that debate, that was when Chief Minister Peter Furbush said that he didn't trust... ESS. Oh yeah, that was his justification for. Uh, well, it was he did make it clear that he was specifically not trusting the Employment Social Security Committee on this, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to in general, which would be even more worrying. But, and that, um, that, that was in relation to a. He got it wrong, actually. I think he he said it was something by Equality Guernsey. It was actually a t- a comment that was made to me in an interview, actually, um, with Jane Ozan, who's the former Equality Advisor for the UK government. She said that the white man's bubble needs to be burst, and that was, I think really what sparked I think some anger from Peter Furbrush and he said that on that basis the ESS hadn't sort of come out and said that they completely abhor that that kind of language he wasn't going to support that amendment. Yeah there's certainly some uh, a certain amount of disgruntlement and uh, cantankerousness we might even say towards the end of uh, debate on after a long day on day one um, things a little bit more collegiate uh, today um, yeah I, I was saying that uh, we went on to um, Deputy Dyke's um, attempt to ensure that uh, the, the certain um, sections within this new discrimination law that pertain to um, being able to take your employer to a tribunal um, to um, ensure that you have um, not been discriminated against on protected grounds um, uh, uh, with regard to your pay uh, should be removed. He said that um, this went further than what is to be seen in Jersey and uh, His Majesty's Procurer um, did confirm that that was the case uh, but others argued, well, it might go further than Jersey but it's no further than what's in the UK Um, and, for example, Deputy uh, Charles Parkinson made the point that actually um, businesses that want to locate here want to be able to boast that they operate in jurisdictions which have up-to-date legislation in these areas. And the fact that Guernsey still, before this law is actually passed, doesn't have a law to um, prevent discrimination on race is uh, something that probably puts some businesses off. This was in response to those who argued that, um, you know, uh, Deputy Dyke's main argument was Anybody, any of these businesses, if they don't like what we've got here, can just up and leave to Jersey where, if they find it easier there. Um, that was a really narrow vote that came down to a, 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 a single vote in the end that it was defeated by. Um, and then we moved on to the next. 
So the, um, I can't think off the top of my head what number it was, but it was um, one from uh, Deputy Nick Mokes and Nick Vermeulen. I thought I wasn't going to remember it then for a second. But um, so that was about, so in the, in the original legislation, they were proposing that there would be a £10,000 maximum fine uh, if an employer was, was found responsible for discriminating against someone at work. And these two deputies were proposing that instead that be split in half to 5,000. And their justification for that was that small businesses, especially in Guernsey, simply cannot afford to face a fine of £10,000. You know, they're saying it could be catastrophic for them. The rebuttal to that from most deputies who decided to speak on it was they need that incentive not to discriminate. You know, that's that's in place um, at, at the very far end of the level. You, you would get find that £10,000 if, if you did something that was so severe that it warranted that fine. Um, so that, I, I think that was not carried by one vote. Yeah. Um, which, and that, that's kind of been the theme of, of a lot of these amendments that are going through, is, is this tiny, tiny discrepancy of one or two votes. Yeah, and uh, one that uh, was uh, carried that was a bit less contentious was uh, one that came in from uh, Deputy Peter Fairbrush. Uh, he was concerned that uh, one of the uh, subsections of one of the clauses in the legislation was going to uh, contradict uh, existing um, policies of uh, immigration uh, on the island, immigration and population, um, and uh, that was a, a reasonably short debate um, uh, on, a, on what was essentially a technicality. Uh, before we moved on to really the probably the biggest show in town when it comes to the amendments, uh, that of Deputy Chris Blynn. Uh, and deputy, seconded by Deputy David Delisle, Amendment 8, which has been the focus of the most attention on social media, which is um, the wish to exempt uh, businesses on the island that employ fewer than five people. And now this, this isn't going to affect uh, the self-employed. So Deputy Blinn, in his opening speech, made the point that the widely publicised figure of 65% uh, being the percentage of businesses on Guernsey uh, in which disabled people and uh, people of, uh, who are black or minority ethnic or um, have a particular religious, religious belief um, w- wouldn't be uh, protected would, was actually far less than 65%, but actually 37%, because um, that is the number of businesses on the island that employ between two and five people and that therefore represents nine percent of the workforce on the island and he made the point that he wasn't suggesting that uh, they never be protected but that those businesses are able to benefit from a two-year phase in um, and that's what he's aiming for um, so that they have the opportunity to adjust. Um, I'm sure we'll hear from deputies tomorrow saying how can they not have had time to adjust given that this all started in 2003 um, but we did uh, we did hear from just uh, two deputies actually before we closed uh, this evening uh, Deputy Liam McKenna who said that you know, he as a small business owner has already made the necessary adjustments and he sees no problem with this and he just wants to reject the amendment and uh, Deputy Sue Aldwell who won a round of applause as she often does uh, for her speech which uh, made reference to her own particular family circumstances uh, and we'll, uh, we'll spend most of, to- most of tomorrow uh, listening to further debate on that I would suspect at least most of the morning. And I think Del you mentioned that it could go one of, one of two ways, it could be a day of debate or it could be cut short at, at some point quite quickly Well I, I, it's, I'm just conscious of the fact and I'm sure a lot of other deputies must be conscious of the fact that um, following this uh, discrimination legislation, I'm just t- turning to the page here now, we've also got um, uh, policy letters on other issues that have not uh, not uh, come 
to the fore yet. So we've got to low value debt relief, um, amendments to the criminal justice uh, framework and uh, water pollution. We've been talking a lot about glyphosate of late. Um, so there's other issues, but I mean, I, I see most of those getting bumped to another meeting, really. Um, but yeah, we'll see whether we get through everything tomorrow. Um, but uh, anyway, we'll have a preview where you can hear a, a review rather of day three where you can hear all about it. My brain is pretty much mush. We've gone just to a pretty much exactly 12 minutes. So that's uh, reasonable <laughs> as it's a, a double bonus issue. Exactly. Um, and we're doing it all inside in case you're wondering about the different sound quality. Uh, we're doing it inside today because my phone nearly ran out of battery. So I've had to plug in and we're in the hall, but about to be kicked out of here. So uh, that's all from us on the Guernsey Politics podcast for now from me and Chloe. Good night.